Welcome back to another episode of Liquor and Leagues. Don't worry, I'm not going to waste your time with an explanation of today's show. So grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and join us for another episode of Liquor and Leagues. Because no, I can no, always that wasn't intro. my point. <laughs> 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 there are quantum I'm, physics. Look here, look here, uh, Brett Michaels. In the, uh, if we're just exploring my inner demons here. You wouldn't have been quite as polite when you left the interview. No. I mean, if need be, we can start a GoFundMe yeah. page for you. This is but where we lack comparative knowledge, Max. Damn, dude, three hours later. Others actually want to watch some people play. See dude. reference Rick and Morty. <laughs> I will do my editing, don't you worry. That's fantastic. <laughs> Welcome, gentlemen, to another episode of Liquor and Leagues. How is everybody doing today? Doing really good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. My team won yesterday. Dude, super. Super. Thanks for asking. Is yeah. that a win? Yeah. How, how did Georgia do? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, they Georgia didn't play. didn't play. They lost to COVID. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so uh, that's going to be my first question. We had seven games going into the weekend. Four of them were postponed. Were all of them postponed for COVID, or were some of them weather-related because of the hurricane coming through does anybody know my understanding that was and grinch keep me honest here they were all covid related they were they, they could not field enough people oh, shit. um on, okay. on one of the two teams couldn't field enough people um to i guess it's and i don't know the exact number but they have to field a certain number of scholarship players to compete in that game and because of covid they couldn't do they that couldn't do it well yeah. none of the teams in looking back are actually playing in a place where the hurricane should have been an issue, but I was right. like, maybe I was mistaken. And, and, you know, cause they're playing all the, all the games are being played. Missouri played in Florida, but they did play it. Mississippi state, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ole Miss and LSU. So games that were well West of where the hurricane was coming through or the tropical storm. So that I was confused. Like were some of these canceled or postponed due to the inclement weather issues potentially, or was it all COVID Mac? I guess you, you just answered that question for me. So thank you. Yeah, definitely an interesting situation. A severely reduced weekend in terms of college football from an SEC perspective. More than 50% of the games not played. And of the three that were played, I mean, was any – I asked this last week. Was anybody surprised by the outcome? I'm going to tell you – The three the, of you shouldn't the have. Game, the game that surprised me the most was Kentucky-Vanderbilt. Yes, Vanderbilt, man. How did Vanderbilt shit. score 30 if – If I'm a Kentucky fan today, I'm hanging my head even though we won. How did you let them put up 35 points on you? I, I was surprised by that as well. <laughs> in terms of – I wasn't surprised by the outcome. I was surprised, like right. you're saying, that Vanderbilt was actually able to hang 35 on Kentucky. I mean, good on Vanderbilt. Don't get me wrong. You know, we, we do enough Vanderbilt hating here that, yeah. you know, I, I was happy to see him put up 35 you say, points. You say we, but last time I, I, I started to say that. You're the only one <laughs> hating Imagine on Vanderbilt. Yeah. Uh, anyway, when they file the lawsuit, it's a joint lawsuit, okay? Yeah. so That's a problem. So, no, I mean – that that was the game that surprised me the most. I, I know I was, I was a little tentative with the you know the Florida Arkansas game just because it was Arkansas coming back to the swamp. You had Felipe Franks, obviously you know he left through no fault of his own. He wasn't, you know I don't think he left on bad terms or anything. He just saw the writing on the wall that he wasn't going to be the starter, and he wanted to start somewhere. But I'm sure he still had a chip on his shoulder. And who and, doesn't want to play the, 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 the spoiler, right? The, right, the teams right. that don't really – they're not really playing for anything at the end of the season, but they know they can play a sport. Yeah. Right, you can knock them out of contention. You know, it reminded me of uh, – I think it was Ron Gant back back in the day. It was on the Braves. Oh, you're going way back. Yeah. Hey, you are early he, had, he got injured, and they sent him packing. And, like, every time he played the Braves, like, he was on fire. 
I mean, I get that. I get that. You know, um, you know, you think of like a Brett Favre, you know, some of the, like even Peyton Manning, like some of these icons. You want to stick it to you your know, team. These franchise players, they're with the team. They're part of the whole identity of the team. Then all of a sudden they're not. Yeah, it's right. like uh, you mentioned that, and I definitely don't want to devolve into this douchebag, but Jameis Winston uh, at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers gets traded to the Saints. And last weekend, the Saints, of course, stomped all over Tampa Bay. He is neither an icon or a franchise player for Tampa Bay, so I'm not lumping him into that category. But, of course, after the game – Nor did was, he have any – He had no stake. Right. Yeah. He had absolutely <laughs> zero stake in that win, but after the game, they talked about him chewing the W and that, you know – he beat his former team. It's like, no, no, you didn't. No, he really he didn't. didn't. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying, yes. And I, Well, and I was reading, too, I guess the starting quarterback of Boston College is who departed Notre Dame when Ian Book got the starting position. Okay. And there was a little bit of, you know, like Twitter chatter leading up to the game that some were like, eh. Want to come back shady. and beat. Because right. it, was, it was like something related to a brand kind of taking shots at just a brand as opposed to, like, really right. being legit. Right. And, of course, Notre Dame's like, uh-huh, that's cool. Well, but. of course, yeah. They, they showed they showed afterwards, and I, I was following it on Instagram, that, you know, Felipe Franks, you know, I went over, gave Dan Mullen a hug, gave Kyle Trask a hug, and, and I think the caption was family forever. Like, clearly no hard feelings, but, yes, would love to come back into the swamp, play the spoiler. I thought we, we agreed. He was like, you have COVID now. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just ruined your season. Yeah. Um, but you go back to um, what was the uh, the show on HBO, Hard Knocks? Yes. They did the college edition and they went back and did um, the uh, University of Florida. And, and you did truly get the feeling in, in some of those situations where, you know, Mullen's wife went over, checked on Felipe after his surgery, you know, brought food over. And, and, you know, I mean, obviously the cameras are on. I get that. But right. you got the feeling that there truly was a family first. Like, and that's what I say. I mean, when he departed, it was, I don't think there was a whole lot of animosity there. I think he just knew that, you know, he was not going to be the starter. If he wanted to start, which I'm sure every competitor wants to, he needed go. to go somewhere else. Right. And he did. Um, and good. And he did. And, and, and he's played well in Arkansas. Yes. All right, so so we'll get to that game, but let's let's get to the other the other two games first. Kentucky Vanderbilt, I think we've touched on, doesn't really bear a lot of conversation because obviously we all picked Kentucky to win. Vanderbilt absolutely made a showing. Good on them for being there, putting thirty five points. Uh, so we will jump into the other kind of useless game with the two. What what do I say? Uh, the two coaches who have been promoted to their level of incompetence. This is kind of you know these two coaches. I. I really have no love for wasn't a big fan of Muschamp when he came to Florida. He's now moved on, have never been a big fan of Lane Kiffin. Now he's at Ole Miss. So these are kind of the two also ran coaches. Interesting game yesterday because up until the fourth quarter, they were running neck and neck. South Carolina actually edged out a lead at the beginning of the fourth quarter, which I was super surprised about, super happy about. And then of course they just disappeared in the second half of the fourth quarter. I was like, what the fuck, man? And Ole Miss ran away with it. The interesting part, over 1,200 yards of offense between the two teams, which was a surprise. I mean, it was 59 to 42 was the finishing scoreline. But the fact that there, it was all offense, clearly neither defense showed up because they just couldn't stop each other. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm looking at Matt Carroll, Cor, Coral, Carl, yeah, uh, Corral. Uh, Corral, yeah, Corral. Uh, 513 yards, right. you know, and Elijah Moore with 225 yards, 13 reception. 
Yeah, and I, I was thinking about this while I was, you know, doing battle with leaves is, I mean, the, the, the offensive renaissance has just taken hold of everywhere now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're looking at 35 to 63, 35 to 38, 42 to 59. Like right. what, you know? Well, and it's interesting. You mentioned those stats, Harris at South Carolina, their running back set a school record. I mean, 200 and f- over 240 yards and five TDs by himself on the ground. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, that's a ridiculous stat for a running back. It, and I guess, I mean, I guess it's just in the scheme and the mechanics uh, of the offenses and how they run now. Um, Cause it just seems like they've made offenses made such a significant leap past defense. Um, and I'm not, I, I don't know the game well enough in terms of the rules to know maybe what should change. I don't know. I don't like seeing 50, 60 points. So somebody's got to tackle somebody. I mean, That's what I don't get wrong. I'm, I'm impressed by it. I am. Um, and it, I mean, it's what it is right now, but I, it's just, it's just, I mean, the, the numbers are just eye popping. But it's, it's, you know? you know, it's cyclical, right? I mean, you, you look at, you know, what was it 15 years ago now when Dan or when uh, Urban Meyer came to Florida and everybody was running that uh, spread option and, and scoring points. Um, nobody was playing defense. Th- then, you know, I think you, you went back to a little more of a defensive-minded football. You saw the Alabamas, you know, having really good defenses. LSU had a couple of years. Florida had some good defenses. I think even Georgia had some good defenses. I don't say that surprisingly. But, you know, so I think now you're looking at, you know, going back to that that offensive-minded head coaching where they're going to just put up a lot of points and, and focus on that as opposed to defense. Right. Well, and, and I guess I guess my point is, these are good defenses. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, they are. You know, they're still recruiting four and five stars. So you're saying Alf, the, the offense board. is just outpacing defense? Yeah, defense. yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I think the O-lines are getting bigger and bigger, and they're just holding out longer, right. um, which is buying time. Just, you know, maybe it is a couple of seconds here and there, but it seems to, seems to be adding up. But – I mean, some of your traditional defensive powerhouses are not stopping teams. Right. They just aren't. And, uh, you know, and I don't know. I don't know what all it is or if it's just finally it's been kind of the aggregation of, you know, the five-yard rule, you know, the very generous pass interference rules that favor the offense now. Well, and what we and what we don't know, right? And we, and we won't know this probably until hopefully next year. Is it just 2020, right? I mean, is it does it have to do with that mindset of COVID and not wanting to tackle as much or play, you know, play that close to the to the ball? I don't know. Um, I don't think that's it, but it, it'll be interesting to see next year, assuming that you know <laughs> there is a next year. Right. Right. Um, Absolutely. If if it goes back to that defensive minded, you know. Where, where people are are hitting people a little bit harder. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, because like I was thinking of the playoff games last year. I mean, what Clemson put up in the championship game didn't they put up like forty something points? That sounds and reasonable. Then in that yeah. game against Ohio State, it was like thirty, forty somewhere in that ballpark. I feel like, but either way, uh, it is what it is for now. So you got to be able to score and right. <laughs> But you know, I, I'm looking at the schedule here, and if I if I'm must champ, I don't know. I'm, I'm calling a realtor. I think um, 
they, they've got Missouri, they've got Georgia, and they've got Kentucky. They're not beating Georgia. Well, in, in a couple I mean, of seasons, that's, or even last season, if you told South Carolina you're going to put up 42 and lose, nobody would believe you. You yeah. wouldn't believe it, <laughs> you know? And, and that's why I'm like – I mean, nobody would believe that they'd put up 42 points to begin with. And I think South Carolina has recruited on D pretty well. I mean, yeah. Mushroom's a defensive-minded coach. And yet no, defense it, didn't seem to show up yesterday. No. And, and, I mean, that's – you know, I think that was some of the defense that – God, I'm drawing a blank on the other dude's name that came after him that got the naked picture of a shark taken. McElwain. McElwain, thank you. <laughs> you know, I mean, he rode the coattails of Muschamp's defense his, the entire time he right. was there. And he, he clearly an failed He failed to develop the offense in his time there. Right, right. And then, you know, when you saw when it was time for his recruits to shine, he could not recruit. So, so yeah, Muschamp can recruit defense and he can run the defense. So you, you would expect, you're right, Grinch, to, to see – you know, a better showing from them than that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Bama's defense didn't stop Ole Miss. No. Yeah. You know, and it's a phenomenal defense. So I don't know. But it'll, it'll yeah, be I mean, I, I, I mean, Missouri, you know, that, that's a toss up. Uh, I mean, I could see them beating Missouri. Uh, I don't see South Carolina beating Georgia. I don't know that I see them beating Kentucky right now. Well, I mean, but we're going to so, talk about defenses. I mean, let's look at Florida, the, the game from yesterday. There's a defense that didn't struggle. Oh, no, wait. Yes, they did. They absolutely fucking struggled. They just could not tackle anybody. It was getting phenomenally frustrating watching. Every time that motherfucking running back got the ball, he's shaking two, three tackles. He's getting six and a half yards at a clip. I mean, it's like, dude, just tackle some goes back to to Grinch hit hit this earlier in the season. It's arm tackling. These guys are hitting guys up high and just trying to wrap them up with their arms. And right. you can't do that with these running backs nowadays. No. You have got to – and you, you've got to swarm to the, to the ball. You right. know, it takes two or three guys sometimes to bring these guys down now. Yes. Yeah, he had eight carries at 118 yards. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, Trillin uh, Smith. Oh, okay. Arkansas. Yes. Eight carries. Uh, I'm looking at the, <laughs> the total stat line, which was 208 yeah. yards. 32 carries, six and a half yards per carry. Well, and Mike Woods, their lead receiver, two receptions, 129 yards. Right. <laughs> just but, locked it out. You know? But at the end of the day, they just got outpaced by the Florida offense. No, no, no. They got outpaced by Kyle Trask. Right. Okay, fair enough. Kyle Trask. That, I mean, let's be, you know, he, he spread the ball around like crazy. And, and I'm, Emory Jones. I mean, he, he threw for 350 yards. Uh, well, 396. I think is what I saw. Kyle six Trask. touchdowns. Well, and if you saw, I don't know if you saw the stat line for UNC's quarterback, 550 yards. Playing who? Playing exactly. Wake Forest. Right. Well, there you exactly. go. <laughs> but still, same, same. Grant, you, Grant, you at, could probably throw 500 yards against Wake Forest. <laughs> yeah, if you if you looked at the score, I mean, they were behind and had to come yeah. back and win that. Okay, so then that brings up the point I wanted to make today because we're we're at that point in the season where the the Heisman is going to become relevant. The Heisman chatter starts maybe f- not for someone like a Justin Fields, who's played what two games, maybe, but yet two, he's up there in the top of the Heisman talk, which, is which I don't understand how that can be. Right. right? But we're, we're six, seven games into the season. Some teams, for the haven't, SEC. Yeah. well, I'm saying, and some teams out of sec conference have played more games, haven't been shut down by COVID. So they, they have a, a larger resume, but if we're looking at the top three right now, Mac Jones, who is probably the number one candidate overall, 2,196 yards, 16 TDs, two interceptions. He's number one. 
Justin Fields is number two at 908 yards, 11 TDs, zero interceptions. And then Kyle Trask, 2,171 yards, 28 TDs, three interceptions. I mean, I mean, clearly there's a bias here, right? There's, you know, there is, but how, if you just like you just did break it down to just the numbers, you know, it doesn't even matter who they're playing for. If you base it off the numbers, he's outpacing um, everybody. He's outpacing. He's outpacing the last three Heisman trophy winners. Yes. You know, so how is he not higher up in the conversation? And I think he's starting to get there. Um, I think people are starting to talk about him in that same vein. And so. I'm sorry, Justin Fields has had two games. They canceled the the Ohio State Maryland game, not postponed. It says canceled, so I assume they're not going to play that one. That would be my guess. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, but you don't put somebody like that in a conversation when he's had two games and the other guys have had six to eight games. I don't I don't get that. And yet there he is, right in the top. He's number two currently, according to ESPN. According to ESPN, now let me preface that he is number two in the standings in terms of the Heisman Trophy watch. Uh, I apologize. I apologize. I, I totally forgot her, uh, Trevor. I apologize, Trevor. Sunshine. Yeah. I mean, most I've heard have said, and again, I mean, Trevor I Lawrence. Yeah. 18, with COVID three with 17 TDs. Yeah. With COVID, he's basically out of it, which I mean, like I hate the Heisman. I think it's a stupid award. Um, it's, it's become a stupid award in my opinion, because it's usually a quarterback award. Right. It's just stat heavy. It is. Whereas I personally, I'm not a voting member, obviously. So what the fuck do I know? But thought it was supposed to be like the decisive player that was critical to their team's performance. Almost like the NFL. That's a simple way of putting it. I know it's more complex than that. Like they were the difference maker for the season. And now it's, it's usually stat line undefeated team. Yeah. Like, if your team is losing, you are not in the Heisman race. And I know the two usually go hand-in-hand hand in that, well, yeah, if your team's losing, that must mean you're not doing very well. And that's not always the case. Right. I mean, there's certainly some players, like, you're losing some, you know, real big games by, like, a couple of points. You know, like I said, I mean, just using UNC's quarterback, for example, like right now, I mean, that cat threw 550 yards, six touchdowns, tying an ACC record you know, in a game where they had to come from behind to win. And I highly doubt he is ever going to be anywhere in the top 20 of a Heisman consideration. Right. And, yes, the top the top candidates for the Heisman, like you're saying, they are quarterbacks, right? There are other positions on the field that are integral to making sure that a team wins, yet they don't get the same recognition. And I can understand the frustration there for those players. You well, know, it's like, and, well, I, I'm just you... as important as that guy, but he's the quarterback, he's the face of the franchise, the face of the team. But it seems like at some point you get to where each position has its own award. I mean, I think there's, you know, there's an award for the linebackers. There's an award for defensive linemen. You know, do do you stop calling it the Heisman and you call it, you know, the super quarterback award? I don't know. And, 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 you know, you have an award for each key position. And you give out seven awards, you know, or whatever. Last time I checked, Nissan's not making commercials for the linebacker award. Right. But they have the Heisman house. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean – you know, I mean, some of these awards, I got it. Like, you know, the best linebacker. I mean, some of these these players, it, they considered a tremendous honor to yeah. get it. And I think it's given for the right reasons, these positional awards. You don't think um, the Heisman falls into that category? I think the Heisman has just gotten to where it, 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 it's a beauty contest. 
And yeah. and we've how many times have we seen a Heisman winner go on to do fucking nothing? Right. Um, Johnny Manziel. I mean, so then it'll be Trevor Lawrence because she's a cutie, got a good smile. She's likely to win then. Cause well, but because of two games out for COVID, right. he, I, I mean, that, that takes him out of the And, the and race, I know I we just compared to Justin Fields with two games to a Trevor Lawrence who had to be out two games, but right. that's the absurd reality of this award. I mean, you know, Chase Young being in the mix, he absolutely deserved it. I mean, that dude was just a wrecking ball on the defensive line for, you know, Ohio state, but you, you in your heart, I mean, don't get me wrong. Joe, Joe Burrow deserved it. He absolutely deserved it. I'm not, I'm not disputing last year's winner. I mean, well, and, 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 but if you, if you say that, then, then you have to say, go ahead and mail the, the award to Kyle Trask because his numbers are better at the same point this year than Joe Burrow's were last year. Unless well, you're saying the only I, mean, I, w- I wouldn't agree with that because no, no, no. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, and I'm not putting words in your mouth. Work, so. yeah. yeah, but you know that that's that's the take on it, right? And and to your point, it becomes all about the numbers. Quite frankly, let's be honest, it's probably going to come down to Mac Jones and Kyle Trask at the end of the year, and whoever wins in Atlanta will win the Heisman. The SEC championship game. The is SEC the, championship I, I will be for the Heisman. Horse- this is a two-horse race right now, in my opinion. And, yes, I think that game's going to decide. Yeah, I would say it's slightly different in that whoever loses is out of the Heisman. The other one remains in contention. And in my opinion, whoever, whoever wins, wins the game. Whoever right. wins that game, I think they're probably a shoe-in for winning the Heisman. Just because I don't see, you know, I mean, at this point, I'm not sure that Justin Fields is going to have enough, you know, enough games to warrant being in that same conversation. And I, yeah, I mean, I get it. That's not fair to him, right? It's not under his control. Right. You know, he's put up great numbers in the couple of games he's played, but it's the reality of, you know, Grinch, as you mentioned, the way the award is given out now. And, and, and Kyle Trask isn't Kyle Trask. If he doesn't have the weapons around him, I'm sorry, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, I, Mac Jones is not a running quarterback. He isn't Mac Jones without the guys he has around him. So those positional players are absolutely key to making sure somebody lands the Heisman Trophy. You can't do it without yeah, it. Yeah, and don't be wrong, I'm not advocating against anyone. I'm indifferent as to who wins it, you know, in the sense that, like, I'm not arguing against anybody who should or shouldn't be. I, I'm just saying what the reality of the award is, is it's it's a beauty contest. Some of that scrutiny of, well, they didn't have this person. This, I mean, like, you may say, um, I think you could make the case right now, okay, Kyle Trask, without Kyle Pitts for however long, Mac Jones loses Jalen Waddell, you know, like, I don't know how much of those types of details matter for Heisman voters. Well, so that'd be like saying, do you think Stetson Bennett suffered because Pickens wasn't a target for him? No. (laughs) Right. So I I personally think no, (laughs) No. that's that's become the crutch. Um, I, I think JT Daniels should be in the Heisman contention simply because he didn't fuck shit up at Georgia. So he should be considered. Right, you know. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. interceptions. I mean, right. He didn't know. make the situation worse. Yards. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, it, it's gone through. I don't know. Like I said, it's gone through evolutions. They, they throw in the token, like Charles Woodson. Isn't he like the only defensive player? Defensive player ever and, and 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 arguably Peyton Manning probably should have won it that year, but whatever. Um. But it's but like you a, know, like like a lineman. Yeah, like never going to win the, the on D line, but there's no O lineman probably that'll ever or win, right? Ever win. But it's like I said, the yeah. Honey Badger at LSU a few years ago, uh, he was considered, 
Yeah. You know, he was he was talked about, but and and I think it was since Woodson the only guy that was ever really considered for the Heisman, but didn't win that year. Yeah, ninety so. percent of the time it's going to be a quarterback. Right. Um, the other ten percent of the time it's going to be a running back or a wide or a receiver. running back. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, just interesting that uh, who was it? Was it Derrick Henry for Alabama that won the yes. Heisman? Yes. Yes. He was their first Heisman winner. Yes. All right, so, you know, not, I don't want to beat a dead horse. Every week we kind of break down the games, and then we always kind of focus on a specific thing, whether it's team identity, whether it's a lack of defense. This week I just wanted to talk about the Heisman because I know we're, we're starting to get down to the end of the season. We only have three weeks left, uh, barring whatever makeup games may occur after the season ends. And so, you know, it, it's definitely going to be interesting to see. I agree with you. It is a stat-heavy award. And taking that at face value, in my opinion, Kyle Trash should be number one. Yes, I'm biased. I'm a Florida fan. He's currently outpacing everybody previously in the SEC. He's outpacing the current or the, the previous Heisman winners. I don't see how he's not higher in the conversation, but that's neither here nor there. We will find out. I believe it's January 5th. That's when they actually award the, the Heisman. Virtual, oh, Heisman the virtual Heisman this year. Heisman. Yeah, it- Oh, sorry, I, go ahead. No, I just I do think it's a two horse race. I think SEC championship in Atlanta is going to determine which one of those field commanders comes out on top. So, with that being said, let's move on to next week. And now, <laughs> next week, seven games on the card. Will let's all seven be played? Them. Right. That's going to be so, thing to tell here. I've got a question, and I don't know if anybody knows the answer to this yet. I, I know Florida has still got to make up a game against LSU, right? They, they yes. have had two games postponed. Right. Are there any other teams that have had multiple games postponed? Because, like I said, at some point you're not going to be able to make up all the games. They're, you know, they're going to have to go back and cancel games. The only other um, SEC team is Missouri. They've had Missouri, two games okay. postponed. Um, but, they, but they've they made up one of them already, right? No, because they uh, – actually, I think I missed it then. They've had three – because Florida, Missouri got postponed, but they but only a week. They, 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 yeah, yeah, they made but that up, right? Missouri, Vanderbilt got postponed, and uh, Missouri, Georgia got Georgia. postponed. Okay, you're running out of weeks for them to make. That's up what I'm saying. Games. Yeah, at some point. Now, granted, uh, I mean, you know, you look at like a Missouri. It's it's not really going to factor into where they finish at the season. Right, right. If um, they don't play the game, it isn't going to matter. Right. But it but, is for Florida. Know, they need to play LSU. They've got to play LSU, I think, to yes. get that extra win. But here, here's my other argument, though. Alabama LSU also got canceled. They need to play that game, too. Alabama shouldn't be given a bye and go, well, we're just not going to play unless, unless they assume that, you know, it's going to be Florida-Alabama, and they just say, well, neither of you played LSU, so that, that whole thing just becomes a wash, and you're uh, back maybe. even again. Okay, I don't know. Enough. I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah, I don't know because they're going to run out of weeks to be able to play these games. So yeah. not sure how that's going to happen. But let's, let's move on to away from the week that was to the week that is – uh yeah unfortunately my my south carolina gamecock pig didn't hold up god damn it so i'm down one again uh mac haas and grinch you stretch out your leads over one game we do not have haas today so grinch we start with you uh you you tied for the week in terms of wins and you are leading you are 30 to 29 to 27 so you and haas are tied with 30 wins Matt comes in third place with 29. I am falling slightly behind with 27. Running out of weeks to make up ground. But that's not if we keep adding them on to the end. That's yeah. true. <laughs> I might be able to. All right, so let's start with next week. Alabama-Kentucky. Yep. Let's assume, obviously, all games get played. Alabama-Kentucky. Yeah. 
so Bama. Naturally. Uh, Mississippi yeah, State, Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> Mike Florida. Leach might have figured you out. Florida <laughs> yeah. Vanderbilt. Going Florida. At Arkansas LSU. Oh, um, shit. Arkansas, I'm going to go LSU. Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. Going you like what you've been saying. Well, I'm thinking of that gamble I took on South Carolina LSU where I was like, they're going to get their groove back. And then, but it is at home. I got it. But Arkansas is not playing bad. I mean, Florida just playing really well. Yeah. Um, well, and you look at, I mean, LSU hasn't played in what, two weeks now? Yeah. Postponed. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. 41 or 45, 41. Uh, so they've been putting up some points when they play. So, all right, but you're going Arkansas. You're, you're assuming their defense yep. can shut down LSU. Okay, yep. Auburn, um, Tennessee, that's going to be, I think, uh, another weird one maybe. But Going Auburn. Yeah, I, I know. I think the same thing. Like, I don't know. Auburn's been a little more consistent, though. True. And I think, yeah, they've been playing a little better. Ole Miss, Texas A&M, I imagine. Yeah, I'm sure, sure. What do you think? Ooh, man, this – Ole Miss, is, are you struggling with Ole Miss, Texas A&M? Or no, you, no, good on that one. I'm okay, okay, I'm like, are you yeah. – <laughs> like, wait a minute. Missouri, South Carolina. I mean, South Carolina did – Flip put a up, coin, bro. That's, yeah, I mean, South Carolina did put up 42. Has Missouri shown you something that you're debating? No, they haven't. Uh, I'm going to go South Carolina. Okay. I'm like, I, the way you're struggling, it's like maybe you've seen something I haven't seen. I didn't know. Uh, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Arkansas, Auburn, Texas A&M, South Carolina. That looks right? Yep. Okie dokie. All right, Mac, you come in uh, tied over last week. You're behind Grinch, so you're going to go second today. Uh, okay. Alabama, Kentucky. Uh, Alabama. I figured. I mean, why not? Mississippi State, uh, Georgia. Georgia. And that's, again, assuming they play, right? So. Assuming, yeah. Florida Vanderbilt, does this one make you nervous? This one makes couple, me a little nervous. You know, Vanderbilt put up some points. Um, no, Florida. Playing in Vanderbilt. Uh, <laughs> so nobody will be at the stadium. Right. right. It will be a noise issue. LSU, Arkansas. I'm going Arkansas. Nobody has love for fucking LSU. Shit. Okay. I just, you know, I haven't seen enough of them. So you, as you say, to use your question, have they shown you anything? No, yeah. no, but uh, Tennessee, Auburn. So this is one of those flip games. There's two of them this week, right? So I'm going simply on the opportunity to make up some ground. I'm going Tennessee. Okay. I think it, you know, I think it could go either way, but like I said, in order to try and make up some ground, we'll, we'll stick with Tennessee there. Obviously Texas A&M over Ole Miss. You don't want to go with Lane. You're not on the train yet, huh? I'm not on the train. South Carolina, Missouri. He waffles. He's not sure. He's deba- What are we debating here? Again, I, like I want to go with Missouri... South Carolina, but again, this is another one where I could potentially take Missouri, and if it works out in my favor, you know, I make up some ground. Hold on, wait a minute. I just want to check in case I'm. Oh, that's I'm solid logic. Yeah. That's solid Dude? logic. Right. <laughs> yes, of course you think it's solid logic. I think you're onto something. <laughs> I should probably take Vanderbilt over Florida too, right? <laughs> Grinch is like, no, I wouldn't even try and sell you on that one. Okay, well, they both only won two games. I guess I didn't think about that. Neither one has stepped out as a dominant <laughs> bottom-of-the-table team. Yeah, I know, right? Flip a I'm coin, South bro. Carolina. I'm going yeah. South Carolina. I think this is the – I think Muschamp wins this one, and, and the combination of that and 2020 saves this season. And <laughs> He beats and Missouri, saves his job. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, good lord! Maybe. And Haas is miserable for miserable yeah. for a whole another year. Uh, Alabama, Kentucky. All right, so it's to me. I'm going to go Alabama here. 
I would love to see I would love to see Kentucky upset them. Uh, Georgia, Mississippi State. Maybe Mike Leach has Georgia figured out, but I don't think so. I I don't think he has his own offense figured out yet. Florida over Vanderbilt, absolutely. Texas A and M over Ole Miss because you know fuck Lane, and I'm not I'm not derailing from that. All right, these two games. Oh, sorry. And I think this is South Carolina. These two games, though, I have to decide. I am. I'm down here. Shit. I can't gain ground on both of you because Mac did take the off team. You know what? I'm going LSU. Oh, that's a bold, bold pick, dude. LSU. Dude, the the problem is you can also lose ground. Just keep that in mind. Absolutely. (laughs) I absolutely could. Um, This is getting embarrassing. (laughs) Auburn, Tennessee. When he picks Vanderbilt over anybody, it gets embarrassing. That's right. And so I'm going to go Auburn. Okay. LSU. I don't know. Maybe South Carolina, Missouri. Maybe I'm see. Really I think, think Arkansas. That. I think Arkansas is a safer bet over LSU. I, I think the Auburn Tennessee game could certainly go either way. But you stick with LSU. It's in writing. You got. You, you I got it. Yeah. Uh, and again, right? It's like if the Bears chasing the woods. I don't got to be the fastest dude. I just got to be faster than the slowest guy. So at some point, all I need to do is outpace Mac, and I'm not dead last. Wow. So if I just gain ground on you, then I'm okay. The bear's not eating me. It gets you. Good loser. Maybe <laughs> South right. Carolina, Missouri. Maybe South Carolina, Missouri goes the other way. I mean, never to go camping with you again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Have we been camping in the last 20 years? I must have missed no. that. No, exactly. All right. I'm going with it. Alabama, Georgia, Florida. I'm going to go LSU. Stick with Auburn, Texas A&M, and I think South Carolina. I mean, South Carolina put up 42 points. Has Missouri ever put up 42 points? No. Uh, they put up no. 45. They put up 45 against LSU. Yeah, against LSU. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, maybe I go Missouri here. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, they're just not putting up the points to do it. I'm going to go with South Carolina, so I'm sticking with All right, so there we go. We got our picks locked in. I will get Haas's picks this week. Sorry he couldn't be here. And again, as usual, we will see how this weird-ass season plays out. Will we have all seven games? I don't know. I don't think so. No, because what will happen is the (laughs) the games that I picked off from you guys, those will be the ones that will be postponed, and I won't gain any fucking ground, and it won't matter. (laughs) But you won't lose any ground. I won't lose any ground, right. I'll be like JT Daniels, right? I didn't didn't make the situation worse by not playing. Uh, Yeah. All right. So we will see how it goes. I think we're still on a collision course December 19th. It's going to be Florida, Alabama. I, I just don't see either one at this point upsetting the apple cart. There's Getting de- derailed, yeah. No. Not with the games left to play. Nope. All right. So we're, we're going to roll with that, and we will call it a day there. Thank you, gentlemen. Super appreciative of your time. And hopefully, Always. hopefully I will gain ground on you. And, and you know, f- fuck you guys. So. <laughs> and with that being said... Until next time, we'd like to say Empire. Absolute dead Why? Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>